Hello and welcome to the Comics Pals. This is episode 318. I, your host, Sean, am joined today by Tyler. Hello. I hate allergies. Hi, guys. Allergies hate you, too. And Kale. What's up, hot dogs? I have um, I have an interesting relationship with allergies. Interesting? Mm. What does that mean? Do you guys like mm, fucking we, college or something? Like what's what's Yeah. Yeah. And it also sort of fucked my mom. Whoa. Yeah. American pie type situation. Uh, so it's not it's not like ideal. You know, I just realized that that guy's name is Stifler and what that means. And what, what I'm surprised. Mean? Stiffy? Oh, okay. Sure. Wow. Sorry. Huh. I mean, All right, show's the- over, guys. Just kidding. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, we've got a lot to talk about today that doesn't involve Stifler or his mom. Um, well, let's see how it goes. I mean, yeah, yeah, we'll have to we'll have to uh, see how it goes. Um, and and speaking of seeing how it goes, one of the things we're going to be talking about today uh, a little bit later is that. Uh, there's a lot more movement on the James Gunn, Peter Safran, DC universe front than at least I thought there would be this early on. So we're going to be talking about that. Uh, DC put out their huge roadmap, or at least a portion of it, of their comics plans for 2023. A huge, huge release of uh, information on that front. Dawn of the DCU, indeed. So we'll be talking about that and a few other things today here throughout the show. If you are watching live, definitely do let us know you're here. Say hello on either YouTube or Twitch. And uh, let's get this party started. Uh, What is up? The Medic. That's a name I feel like I haven't seen in a while. Good to see you, dude. Um, I could use a medic right now. I could use a medic right now. So nice to see (laughs) one in the chat. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, are you a legitimate medic? Because Tyler needs uh, assistance ASAP. I need mouth to mouth. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I got to get the horn, the horned up factor here now that Marco's gone. So it's who I think it is. You don't want that, <laughs> isn't it? Like it's someone you know, right? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, right? Isn't that like your cousin or something? I think the medic is my brother, actually. <laughs> All right, so if you want to make out with Tyler's cousin or with Kale's cousin and just make this, you know, very incestuous. Sean, Sean, keep going. Sean, Sean, just just, just go forward. All right, you got it. Um, So I I, I thought we could start the show with a little bit of an icebreaker as it relates to... (laughs) uh, No, that actually makes things uncomfortable. Uh, So I'm going to break that down. James Gunn recently asked DC fans... What characters they want to see have their live action debuts? Um, and I thought that was an interesting question. That was actually one of their first posts, one of James Gunn's first posts on Mastodon. So if you're part of the whole like exit Twitter stage, which we're not, I, last week I joked about us getting Twitter blue. Um, we're not doing that either. Uh, you got to see that, maybe. You got to see this from James Gunn. So my question is James Gunn's question. 
Which DC characters do you think are ready for their live action debut? It doesn't have to be a movie. That wasn't the exact question, so it could be a television thing, um, streaming thing. But yeah, who who would you guys say? I think uh, mine's always been the question. Hmm. I think the question would have a good um, true detective sort of weird special in them. We're thinking so, you're thinking Vic Sage, not Renee Montoya. I'm happy with either. Do both. So not a not a series, a, a special. I do a series. I, oh, okay. I, I listen. Yeah, I'll take it all. Let me have it. Okay. For for me, I always thought uh, Blue Beetle and Booster Gold would always be fun to see. Yeah. Oh action. wow. Hmm. Easy buddy cop. Yeah. Yeah. So I have I have an answer that I think is like so basic, and I'm so angry that this is what popped into my mind. You can think Batman. of another one. I will. I will. But I'm going to give the answer because okay. why not? Um, Lobo. Lobo's been huh. in yeah. yeah. Lobo's been in the news recently. Uh James Gunn, a fan of Lobo. Uh Jason Momoa wants to play Lobo really badly. No. Um sorry. I don't I don't see it. They need um they need uh Raymond's brother from Everybody Loves Raymond. He did the voice <laughs> in Justice League. Bring him back that to that tall live ass motherfucker. Dude, yeah. I can't get over the fact that that guy, I love that guy. But that yeah. guy does Jimmy John's. You know Jimmy John's, right? Yeah. The the okay. He does the Jimmy. Sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. He he does Jimmy John's commercials right now. But in every single one of them, he says, and listen to me closely. He says, "Jimmy's John's." Every time, <laughs> I can't handle it. <laughs> I'm like, wait a second. That's, that's no one told him that, that's that, not that. the name of the company. I think I'm they're doing it on that. purpose. They're getting you. And now you remember the ad. <laughs> That's how I remember it. They're, yeah, they're getting us to talk about it. And then I can't even remember the name of this company, but it, that reminds me of the one where they're like, oh, oh, it's Arby's. Arby's, we have the meats. The meats? The yeah, schmeats? You don't have huh. the, the, not the meat? We got the schmeats. Oh, all right. Well, yeah, Lobo, uh, I feel like... You know, I don't care for Lobo that much, but I really think Lobo would get over. I really he could do. Be fun, yeah, yeah, he could be fun. Yeah, would he be I like think... a DC's answer to Deadpool in a way? Like this irreverent R yeah. character. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. In the comics, is always Ambush Bug, but I don't think Ambush Bug really works live action. You know why? But I think he's too goofy. Hmm. He'd like, have to be a, a real. He'd have, have, have to be a... comic book based. It'd have to be a real cartoon, I think. Yeah, well, I can definitely oh. see a cartoon. Yeah, that, that could work. Roger Roger Rabbit type of thing. Uh, so not necessarily a um, a live action like series or movie, but like I would like to see Mr. Mix Plitalik in live action. I think that could mm. be fun. There you did that on uh, Supergirl. Oh, did they? Was he a yeah, tiny guy a... with a big head? No, it was uh, Thomas Lennon. Oh, see, uh, that's good. That's a good casting, actually. But they need to do a shiny guy, Big Head. Yeah, agree. Sean, what was your real one? Okay, so my real one is a cheat. Cheetah? But I think it's egregious that this character has not been in a movie before. Batman. Yeah. Um, 
and 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 this iteration in particular, I'm talking about Nightwing, mm-hmm. because yes, we have seen Nightwing on the Titans um, show, but that's not going to cut it. Nightwing is to me, and I've said this before, the main character of DC, and the fact that there's not ever been a Nightwing, the closest we got was, you know, Robin and the Joel Schumacher films. That's not good to me. So hopefully there's a big old like poster board that that James Gunn and, and Peter Safran have that has all these characters and their wishes for them and all that good stuff. Nightwing better be number one with a fucking bullet as far as characters that have not yet appeared in these movies because I just don't see how you cannot use Nightwing. That to me, that would be like if well, all right, that's not a fair comparison. But I was gonna say you like that'd Spider-Man? be like if yeah, that'd be like if if Spider Man wasn't around, like if they just didn't do anything with Spider Man. That's how much I like respect Nightwing. So hmm. Nightwing is a big property in the comics right now too, right? Like like I, I whenever I get in the images for uh for Palpables, I use this website called League of Comics Comics Geeks, which every week hmm. their their new comics are sorted by the amount of people that are pulling it. Mm. Anytime Nightwing is out, it's always number one, which is wild. Wow. Because it's number one before Batman, before any Avengers stuff, before any X-Men stuff. Uh, it's it's nuts seeing that. Um, Sean Glennon in the YouTube uh, chat said uh, he wants a Mr. Terrific series, which I'm down with. And I think uh, you might be onto something because didn't James Gunn tweet out uh, Mr. Yes. Terrific? Yeah. Yes, he did. Yeah, yeah an image. I think that would be that would be sick. Um, I I'm new to Mister Terrific though, only from um, uh, Strange Adventures, mm, but I love them okay. there. So, I, I mean, in in that vein, um, I think Mister Miracle would be cool, and I think we were on the verge of seeing him, uh, maybe in the New Gods movie, which yep. got scrapped. Actually, this week, uh, Tom King talked about that. I was surprised. But he talked about the uh, the New Gods movie that he was working on with Ava DuVernay, and he said that no one has ever read that script that he wrote, but that he doesn't even have the time to work on anything movie-wise at all. So mm. we won't be seeing that for sure for a while. A new book for DC that we'll talk about later, but yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you guys have other picks, I uh, would love to hear them. Because DC, one thing one thing we can say about DC's films is that we haven't seen enough. And I think it's interesting that, you know, people have seen what Marvel has to offer. Like, you kind of know how you feel about the Marvel Universe already um, because of all these movies. But as far as DC is concerned, when you get past the characters that you immediately think about when you think DC, who else have we seen? You know what I'm saying? Like, not much. We haven't gotten weird at all. We haven't gotten obscure. And we really haven't gotten past the pasty, wit white, and I don't say that disparagingly, basic, generic DC characters that everybody loves. We have not gotten past that in the almost, you know, 50 years of DC movies or 60 years or whatever it's been. That's a shame. Outside of Cyborg, we haven't had a prominent black character either. Right? Uh, not off the top of my head. Yeah. And even then, did we really get Cyborg? <laughs> we got the uh, Joss Whedon Cyborg, which was pretty bad. Um, But I, I, I don't know. I, I actually, 
Look, I know saying this is unpopular, but I'm always down to take my lumps. I think that the uh, Cyborg in Zack Snyder's version was, at the very least, an interesting character. And he was the main character, so that was cool. Sure. Is that, a, is that an unpopular opinion? Well, to say that to say anything positive about Zack Snyder's Justice League, oh, I feel yeah. like you know, especially around okay. these parts. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. So, I'm I'm very excited to talk a little bit later about the James Gunn stuff uh, because that's all really cool and fun. But we can't get to that before I talk to you guys about the comics pals. If you want to support the show. The best way to do that is to head on over to patreon.com slash the comics pals. Uh, I want to actually say thank you to a few wonderful people who have decided to support us over there at our $10 tier where you, you can get a uh, superhero and a supervillain nickname read on the air. So thank you to Thunderstruck Rebecca Alejandro, the Night Stalker Harris Najinsky, Brian Demolisher Del Pozo, Random Rocio, Kefis the Incorruptible, The Great Destroyer Hyper Viper 89, Momentum Mike Elliott, Starcross Catherine Stars, and The Ultimate Fighter Snake of Talons. Thank you all so, so much for that. Um, get us on social at the Comics Pals everywhere. If you want to watch this show live, YouTube and Twitch at the Comics Pals every single Saturday at 10.15 a.m. Eastern, Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern for Pals Pulls, except this upcoming week, because Thanksgiving is coming on Thursday, and we are not going to be able to go from the turkey to the comics. Can't do that. The turkey puts us to sleep. I get the itis. I cannot come on here and talk about comics after my dinner. So, uh, yeah, we'll be doing it on Wednesday this week. What's that, Tyler? What's going on over there? I'm sorry. Matt in the chat. What did I miss? I've been shitting and farting and shitting and farting. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> sounds, sounds like he has the itis. Yeah. He's got something, man. I was going to ask you, Sean. Uh, uh, how are you? Does your family do Thanksgiving? Like, what time do you guys eat? All right. So we do Thanksgiving here now okay. um, over the <laughs> years. And... My immediate family, the one that I, the ones that I uh, have a relationship with, they come, which amounts to my aunt, my uncle, and my dog. Um, and then you know my best friend comes, and my girlfriend will have some of her, you know, family over, stuff like that. So you know, it's a little intimate thing, like ten people or whatever. So maybe actually less than that. Um, and we eat around uh, what, like five? See, like. My family has been like, yo, it's three o'clock eating. You know, I'm like, I can't. Yeah. You gotta it's... hit that lunch and then come back the rest of the evening for the leftovers. I guess, yeah. Yeah. I have no idea what I'm doing this year, to be honest. I'm, my family's hey, not big on it, so. You can come over here if you want. You're more than welcome. I can, I can bring this bussy bread I made. All right. Don't All right. bring the bussy bread. <laughs> I'm not Just giving bring... context to the listeners or the viewers for that. That is something <laughs> that was in the pre show. Nobody else gets <laughs> pre show. Gets, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what you guys don't know is that for the last six years, we've done a show for ourselves yep. before uh-huh. the show starts and no that's, one hears. I mean, that's what I do. 
That's you don't. Oh God, you don't know what it used to be like. Uh, we've oh, we've talked to you yeah. about it before. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. I know. I know what it used to be like. I was on a couple episodes, and I made sure when I was on, I'm like, hey guys, we got to fix something real quick. Word. Yeah. yeah. Um, going live definitely helped. Yeah, hey like Harris, Saturday. welcome. Yeah. Uh, hey Sylv, welcome. I, I'm happy to see you, people. It's good. It's good to hang out with everybody on Saturday mornings. This is our ritual. Like Thanksgiving in the in, in 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 the podcast form. You know? Yeah. Mm. Sean, um, good to see you in YouTube. Sean oh Glennon. yes, yes, Sean Glennon. Uh, that's a new a new face, um, for me at least. So welcome. Thank you for joining. Uh, I didn't get through the plugs, so I do want to mention that the next book club vote is up on Patreon. So if you are subscribed to the appropriate tier you can vote in the next book club vote i um let's 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 shift away from swamp thing let's 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 veer away from the swamp <laughs> you we don't need to change that. the vote are you trying to um no i'm not doing that you the vote no not at all i think the thing though trust me i, I definitely okay. wanted to <laughs> it's okay to ask for the things you want Mm. That's that's reasonable. Um, speaking of asking for the things that you want, um, Kale has asked, and not just asked, but worked very hard to be able to make this announcement. I want to give you the chance to, you know, really briefly just you know re talk about the books that you that you have coming out. I, I didn't get week. slides for this. Sorry, forgot. You that's okay. Cut me. Yeah, I forgot about it too. Um, <laughs> Common writer Kuga comes out on tu- on Tuesday on Coog's Day. Common <laughs> um, writer Kuga, the manga um, from Titan Titan Comics. They've got a new go. manga imprint. Um, I'm very excited to be working on a common writer book. Um, so, common writer is a very child friendly show. The manga is not. Uh, I, I literally just opened to a page where uh, a dude is covered in blood. Um, and you ain't going to see that shit on Power Rangers. I'll tell you that right now. Um, <laughs> very excited. Kamen Rider Kuga, the manga. I would I would uh, be thrilled if you would go pick it up on Wednesday at uh, your local shop. Um. And also, while you're there, Common Rider Zero One comes out uh, also on Wednesday from Stone Stone Break Comics, Stone Bot Comics. Um, that's just gonna be cool. It's an extension of the Common Rider uh, universe, and uh, I'm very excited about it. There's a, a whole new villain called Ragnarok. Oh, all right, and Ragnarok, uh, a name or a word that's. Uh... You know, in the news lately, or or not in the news, but around the way because of the game that came out. So, um, oh yeah, 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 Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, no, not that one. God of War. The Ragnarok. good one. Yeah, God of War. Um, congratulations again, and uh, I know I will be picking up the first, my first ever, uh, common writer book this Wednesday. So I, th- I think you'll like it. I think uh, Kuga anyway. Mm. Once you get your head around uh, reading Mega, I think I do. I think you'll like it. That's a big if. Oh, oh, that's right. It's well, a manga. Well, fuck it. I've bought. I've bought. 
mangas that didn't have my friends' uh, names on them. So I'm definitely <laughs> oh, going to buy. That's one thing. Uh, it, it does say lettered by Jessica Burton. Some of you might not know that's my pen name. Um, so <laughs> I I've, I will take care of that, you know, in later uh, later editions. What, what's that? A nom de plume? Is that what that's called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah uh, uh-huh. <laughs> Man. I've heard of taking someone's name in marriage, but come on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, that's funny. Oh, boy. Um, All right. So let's uh, let's shift gears. We have some uh, some listener comments on deck. I'm sorry. Did I miss something? Silv. Silv. That's my wife's name is Jessica. Jessica Burton. That's it's it's just not actually a pen. (laughs) <laughs> Kayla's just doing that as his pen name to like take the diversity card instead of just being uh, just that's a oh my god yeah. <laughs> oh my god wait a second do we have an Akira Yoshida situation on our yeah, hands yeah. here now yep. Listen, is that what we're I, dealing with I, I thought it was such a bad idea that I've actually talked myself all the way back around <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh, my wife, just just for the history, so I don't get accused of something. My wife uh, used to be an editor at Titan Comics, um, and she uh, she is a uh, uh, currently a freelance editor. And so we sort of traded the duties on it and uh, on on this lettering. And she wanted me to get the primary credit, but they didn't do it on this one. So. Uh, my name will be on it in the future, but for now, it's hers. I, listen, either way, you're feeding my family, and that's what counts. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bla- Blake gets food because of you. There you go. That's mm-hmm. Blake is Kale's dog. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So, Tyler, why don't you get us into the listener questions? Uh, yeah. Uh, one sec. Uh, vamp for me. I got to fix some of the slides. No problem. <laughs> Vamping is uh, something I can do very, very well. Um, if you want to just get to yeah. the, the first question, I can get to the second. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Um, so the first one is actually from Snake of Talons on our Jeff Johns interview. Snake uh, finally getting around to checking that out and said, I'm so glad you guys got to do this. I've watched interviews with Jeff before because he's one of my favorite comic creators, but I don't think I'd seen one bringing up the trauma factor that is relevant across all his comics. He's a very inspirational creator that has changed my life and many others, and this interview has done the same. Today, I am a Blue Lantern. Really appreciate that comment. Um, Really, really appreciate it because... Uh, one of the things that we set out to do was to try to do just that, to do like, you know, the definitive Jeff Johns interview, if we could, um, mm. to try to do something that, you know, people would, would if you if you only ever heard one Jeff Johns interview, hopefully this one would answer the bulk of your like normal questions, not the like, oh, what would you have done with such and such at such and such time? You know, like those kind of like obscure questions. Um so I'm glad that it worked for you. Um, and uh, hey, might not be the last time that uh, we do something like that. So stay tuned. You good? Uh, any either of you want to respond to that? I can get it. Yeah. Um, it was. Um, yeah. It was probably the the coolest experience I've had on, on a podcast. I mm. would say. Um, I gotta say the timing of it too was great because I was riding off that high for Comic Con. So <laughs> I think it helped the content going forward as well. So I I agree. Um that definitely is the highlight for me of 
of the six years that we've been doing this. Yeah, that was special. We'll try to get him again was- for uh, for red coat. I got big, I got other plans. I got I got I got more immediate plans than that. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Th- thanks for telling us. <laughs> 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 right. I guess we'll, we'll talk after the show. Yeah. Up next, uh, uh, I guess I'll okay. Go ahead. I got it. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm good now. So, uh, Vils from Warrior on Discord also said, uh, "What are your favorite retcons slash revisions to continuity?" Um, mine is uh, Spider-Man Sins Past with the relationship between Norman Osborn <laughs> and Gwen Stacy. No, it's not that. That's the worst one. Um, revision. Mm. Go ahead, Kale. Like whoa, I don't whoa. like it. However, do it. Oh, no. I don't hate it. It's the uh, I dude. I I Go think ahead. it's one of the things that like it adds just that that little bit of flavor to boring old Gwen Stacy. Like, sorry, like it sucks. Day, listen, it sucks, but it it makes her real. So the first time that I ever saw Gwen Stacy in a comic book was there. And yeah. Wow. Yep. And I was so pissed because in my mind, Gwen Stacy's enshrined. Like, how could you do this? But that was when I had very first started reading comics. I read it again really quickly. And I now knowing what was going to happen, I was like, wait a second. This is actually this is actually kind of awesome. Like, holy shit, because it it not only does it kind of like change the way you look at Gwen Stacy a little bit, but not fully because, you know, that she was manipulated and especially what we understand about power dynamics. But what it does do in spades is it makes Green Goblin look like the ultimate piece of fucking garbage. I was trying to do a bit and you guys are like, "What, what, what? hold on. Oh, oh, sorry. Listen, not in this house. Jeez, no bits Just, allowed. I mean, that's a real opinion, though. People hate that's that, that or that that mm-hmm. arc. Mm-hmm. I thought JMS was onto something. Yep. I I don't even think he wanted to do it. Probably in, not. Uh, in his, I think it's like his exit interview or something for one more day. He was like, in his list of things he wished he could have done was make Gwen's kids Peter's kids. Mm. Like, damn. I think uh, Nick Spencer wound up bringing that back in a. In what you call it, in his run by no, he, and they, he they were, retconned uh, it. Again. He retconned it in in the sense that they were they were actually clones, or it was the clone of Gwen Stacy, and the kids were clones, yeah. and because of that, they were all a little fucked up. Um, yeah, yeah. I do have an actual answer to this though. Yeah. Um, and it's not the retcon end of it; it's the revision to it. Is it a revision? Maybe I'm reading this wrong. I was gonna say New Frontier as like a revision to what DC continuity was, but I guess that's more of a retelling. Hmm. Um. Yeah. So I guess it doesn't really answer the question. You guys keep going. <laughs> I really don't like um, retcons. And I can't... I, I, I struggled with this. I can't think of one that I actually liked, to be honest. Um, I, I not, not... I'd have to, like, dig really, really deep to think of a retcon that I like. What about is hmm. – yeah, I don't know. You can, 
do we have to do it now? I guess not. I mean, like, if if we're talking about a revision, right? Yeah. Does this qualify? Because Batman used to use guns. Like the OG original Batman had a gun, right? At some point. Yep. Yep. That to me was one of the biggest decisions, a positive decision, a positive change ever made. I think that that no gun, no killing rule cements Batman in a specific way because, yeah, lots of other heroes don't kill. I don't know if that was the way of the la- of the law of the land before they made that change with Batman, but I think if Batman were a killer, he wouldn't be as wouldn't be as good of a character. Not to me. So I would go with that. That's a deep cut, but that's what I would say. If we're talking mm-hmm. revision. I, I have an answer to this. Mm. Um, it's the spectrum of Green Lantern cores. Um, that not being an original part of the Green Lantern right. mythos. That's a great yeah. answer. Um, yeah. yeah, the, the core good. showed up a little you know, later, and, and it wasn't just a magic ring at that point. But then the expansion of it, like, oh, here's this grand cosmic thing that's been around this whole time. Um, that's probably one. And maybe, like, the Court of Owls always being in Gotham might be one, too. It's like, oh, they were always kind of pulling the strings here and there. And that was pretty fun. Yeah. Like, th- even those types of things are, like tough for me because as as much as I love that story and I'm certainly not I have nothing against it I'm always like yeah really they stayed in the shadows this whole time until now um and and Batman never had a clue and eh stuff like that I struggle with so yeah especially with the character that's been around in this city and almost exclusively nowhere else right tell me didn't know no inkling, but other people know. Yeah. But the world's greatest detective doesn't know? Okay. Yeah. I think mine, and now that we're laying it down, I'm not 100% sure this counts, but for me, one of the most interesting things that's happened to Spider-Man is Superior Spider-Man. I think it's uh, probably the best thing that's happened to Spider-Man. Um, wow. Because it it made it interesting. You know, it gave Peter and Otto something to do and, you know, uh, an unclear future. Mm. Um, And Dan Slott (laughs) fucking sold it, you know, for years. Uh, So, yeah, I think that's mine. I don't know if I'll ever read that. I think I think it would take. It would take a book club situation or something like that to get me to read that. And it would be it would be under protest, but I'm pretty sure that it's good. Like I can't I'm not even saying I don't think it's good. I just don't want to read it. And that's a that's a whole different yeah. thing. That's how I felt about uh Gold Goblin this week on Pals Poll, yeah. where it's like, Yeah, I don't I like craft is there, it's good stuff, great creative team, not for me, passing it on because I cannot get with the villain as the hero or as the sympathetic figure gimmick unless there's a good reason. You just cemented the January 2023 book club just there. I hope you realize that. <laughs> <laughs> just by saying, well, I'd only do it if it was a book club. Ah, shoot. Yeah. Well, you well, know. hey, go vote. If that, if it, well, someone has to, one of you guys has to pick it first. It won't be me. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, if you guys want to 
you know, head on over there and, and, and vote for that when that's a thing, then I guess I'll have no choice. Just like I had no choice with Chainsaw Man when we did that. Um, yeah. So thank you for those uh, those comments and question. Um, appreciate it. Let's uh, let yeah. Quickly, oh, quickly, just to dip into the the chat for it. Uh, Murphy says Diana, uh, Wonder Woman, not being made from clay, but born uh, of natural birth, and then Donna Troy being the one made of clay is a good one. Can you can you explain, Matt, um, why you like that? I have no context for that. So I'm wondering, like, as a Wonder Woman fan yourself, why why does that uh, why does that change work so well for you? I'm curious. Um, I, I actually prefer the retcon back to her being the one made out of clay in uh, Azarella's run, uh, which is which is funny. Why? Why? What? Like? Why? Why does it matter? Why? Like? Why does it matter either way? Uh, Silv's right. It fits the mythology of it all. Mm. Uh, just that it, it when you make your origin so based in mythology i think it uh it scratches the right itch i like a wonder woman comics which is when you lean into the mythology sure. i like you know zeus i like you know like all the the gods and stuff so oh that's a good point uh sylves sylves addition her mom made her free without mm. man i like that yeah yeah that's that's what i was gonna say it sort of sets her above you know, um, in this, I guess, sort of in the same, uh, a similar vein of like Superman in the way of like, you know, he's not from here. He's not human. Right. Right. Um, and Wonder Woman is like, she's not technically human. So, you know, she can sort of uh, judge uh, or be something people can aspire to. Hmm. Interesting. Good points all around. And Matt did answer. Uh, he, he says it makes Diana human and connectable. And Donna being the convoluted mess being made from an idea. Love it. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah. I I, I got to read that Azarello run. I read the first trade, I think, and I really enjoyed it. So I got to go good. back to that. Yeah. That, was, that was good stuff. It's Cliff Chang art. Good stuff. Oh, yeah. where's he been? Am I crazy? Oh, he's he, doing, oh, he's the Lonely Catwoman. City. Yes, the yeah. Catwoman. Yeah, which, which was good. good. Yeah, That was awesome. Yeah. Let's talk about uh, Captain Marvel and the X-Men. Two characters that are two, two groups, I guess. Well, Captain Marvel being the character and the X-Men being the group um, that are more connected than I think about. Um, Ever. Yeah. Like, I never, I never really see them together. I can't remember the last time I saw them united. Um, yeah. But yeah, like Captain Marvel and the X-Men definitely do have a history and both have history with the brood. Uh, and that's what they're going to be teaming up to face off with um, in a new event. Oh, <laughs> I'd pop for that. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, so, yeah, uh, we're, it's, we're getting a Captain Marvel X-Men crossover event. Um, it's got uh, well okay yeah the name is revenge of the brood but the x-men part is the lord of the brood and the captain marvel part is revenge of the brood so lots of brood talk um in these uh these solicits um so this is this is kind of interesting because i feel like marvel's been trying to position the brood in a particular way 
over the last couple of years. Uh, they appeared in the uh, Hickman X-Men stuff. They get jobbed out. Which I, yeah. yeah, they, they did get jobbed out, but I felt like it was they, jo- they got jobbed out for that moment. But I felt like it was kind of like it had future implications. And I guess these are those implications. Um, this isn't quite what I thought we were going to be getting. I thought we'd get like, you know, a galactic epic. Um, I'm not saying this won't be epic. I guess it could be epic, but this feels smaller scale than what I anticipated they had planned for the brood. Um, does the brood deserve a major event? In most people's eyes, probably not. <laughs> um, but, you know, whatever. Jerry Duggan, of course, uh, on X-Men with art by Stefano Caselli. Captain Marvel is written by Kelly Thompson with art by Javier Pina. Um, I'm 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 excited. I, I like the brood. I'm a big fan of them. I haven't dipped my toe into the Captain Marvel waters in years. So yeah, why not? That's what's exciting to me. I'm like hoping this is my end to Captain Marvel again because yeah. I did read that first arc of Kelly Kelly uh, Thompson's run. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good. It's real good. That was when uh, Carmen Carnero was on art, I believe. Um, and I enjoyed it a lot. Um, and I love when Rogue and, and Captain Marvel have interactions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's when in that, that initial arc, it was a Rogue arc um, where they get kind of like stranded on this weird alternate reality thing. Um, but yeah, I, I like uh, I really like Kelly Thompson's writing. So hopefully this is my uh, kind of sideways and back into that. Um, and I hope Brew from Aaron's uh, Jason Aaron's uh, Wolverine the X Men run shows up in this. Actually, uh, speaking of that, let me read uh, a little bit from the ComicBook.com article that sort of uh, summarizes the synopsis. Which imagine a synopsis needing a summary. Um, in Lord of the Brood, the X Men get a distress call from deep space and find that the galaxy's brood problem is not as solved as they thought. When the X-Men's close friend Brew became the Brood King, he gained the ability to control the savage alien race he was both a part of and so different from. Now he is experiencing his own nightmare scenario. The Brood are killing his friends, and there is nothing he can do to stop it. Rogue Brood factions have begun running wild, and it's up to the X-Men to get to the bottom of why. So that's why it's called Lord of the Brood, because it's going to deal with Brew himself. I love Brew. I'm cool with that. Brew's cool. Yeah. yeah, I'm into brew. He looks like um, the brainy gremlin. <laughs> Word, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then Revenge of the Brood, we'll see uh, Carol Danvers is on an express elevator wow. to her own personal hell. And the Brood Empress is determined to ensure that Captain, that the Captain and all of her friends make it to their destination. Rescuing their team and getting out alive has always been the goal, but the odds are more deeply stacked against her team than Carol can even imagine. Overwhelmed and trapped in the Brood's backyard, Captain Marvel and her team are forced to sacrifice one of their own. But the Brood led Captain Marvel through their clutches once before, and in so doing created one of their their worst enemies. They won't make that mistake again. Okay. They are going to make that mistake again because they're going to die, but yeah. Yep. Uh, I also like how uh, Captain Marvel's supporting cast is in this, at least in the, in the cover. You can see uh, uh, Spider-Woman and Hazmat, which are uh, two two characters I really like. So, Spider-Woman is currently uh, in Captain Marvel? I believe so, yep. yep. And you can oh. see her in the, sec- in the second cover. She's in the back there. Yeah, I was I was wondering why she was there. So what you're saying, you know, that, that adds yeah. up. She's like best friend of Carol Danvers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, very good. I like that. Speaking of best friends... 
Can we talk about it? Because, you know, this was solicits week and Marvel and DC both put out their solicits. And one of the things. And they're best friends. Oh, yeah. Um, notable best friends. Uh, one of the things that was announced that I am really excited about. I'm more excited about this than anything else we're going to talk about today. And that is that best friend of Jane Foster, Darcy Lewis, is making her debut in the Marvel Comics universe. Let's Sean go. Just, Sean just put this in the notes just so I can put a picture of Kat Dennings on the screen. Like, I know. Yes, yes. <laughs> and I feel that there are many pictures you could have chosen that I would have loved. Um, and this is one of them. So... I'm really excited. Darcy's awesome. Darcy is super funny, relatable, charismatic, charming. I could go on. Um, and she's going to be a recurring character, presumably, in the new Scarlet Witch series um, by Steve Orlando that is going to see Scarlet Witch owning a bookshop and a ma- like a, a bookshop, a magic oh, shop. Yeah. yeah. Um, she's, she's Anya. Yeah, yep, she is basically Anya. Um, And uh, the the unlettered preview pages that Marvel has put out show Darcy. Um, I would say it's film accurate, uh, her her appearance. Um, And Quicksilver, Quicksilver stopping by the bookshop to have a chat with his dear old sis. Ralph Boner? No, (laughs) not Ralph Boner. Um, I was not going to buy this comic book. I will be honest. I was not going to purchase Scarlet Witch because um, I I don't know. I just I feel like I don't know how much meat there is on the bones of a Scarlet Witch solo series where she's a bookstore owner. Um, but so hey, issue, I could. But go ahead. Yeah, I, I I could be wrong, but that's how I, that's how I was looking at it. Now that I know that Darcy's making her debut. I'm at least buying the first two issues. Have you seen the covers? Um, I don't think I have. So, okay. So here's the thing. It, it's a Steve Orlando book. Um, historically, um, I have not liked Steve Orlando books. Uh, mm. I think Martian Manhunter was the only one that I liked. Um, and even then, did it ever finish? I feel like something happened with it or it was delayed or something like that. Um, yeah. But... Uh, there's a lot going on here that is that is trying to reel me in. Um, I like Quicksilver. It's cool to yeah. see Darcy in it. Um, yes. Russell Dodderman covers. Yes. And, and costume oh, designs. Wait. Um, I gotta go find this. I think it's issue two or three, but it has Scarlet Witch with the Vision and yeah, yeah, the yeah, whole yeah. Vision family, like almost like the old Vision cover is in the background. So I'm like, oh no, they're gonna. They're going to tackle that, too. That's going to. Wow. So there's a lot in here that I'm like, all right, I'll read it. And and by the way, let's not even undersell the fact that Sarah Pacelli is yeah. drawing this book. Yeah, that's that's a I think it's 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 the the pros have outweighed the con. I think. I think you're right, dude. I think you're right. We'll see. We'll see. I am 100% sold. Like, the first two issues, you got my eight bucks, Marvel. Top Darcy Lewis and keep me on the hook. Just let the book be good, and I'll stay. That's all you need. If I enjoy it, I'll keep reading. You got enough there. 
Um, right. And and of course, Darcy was in WandaVision. So that's, yep. I guess, kind of how the MCU to comics crossover happens with these characters. I that's so, the yeah. that's the reference point. <laughs> Matt says nothing will outweigh being written by Orlando. Um, if we get if by issue four, we get monsters, uh, then I'm out. I feel like that's uh, a lot of Steve Orlando books just wind up turning into, oh, this is about monsters. Um, it's a Scarlet Witch book, dog. They're going to be magic uh, monsters. No, I'm thinking like kaiju and stuff, like big. They're going to be magic kaiju uh, monsters. Well, we'll see. We'll see. That that literally happened in Trial of Magneto. Yeah. I know. I hated it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. That was that was a part of why. Um, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, well, I'll definitely be showing up for this one. Um, one that I am also going to be showing up for, and I'm really interested to hear what you guys have to say about this next book that we're going to talk about. Um, so Rick Remender and Max Fiumara are putting out a new image series called Sacrificers. And on free comic book day, uh, we will be able to get a uh, a first look at what this is going to be. Um, and so this is the this is the uh, solicit. Uh, tomorrow is a harmonious paradise, thanks to the careful oversight of five families who make everything perfect for the price of one child per household. Now, as that bill comes due, a son expected to give everything for a family that never loved him and an affluent daughter determined to destroy utopia must unite to end one generation's unnaturally protracted reign. What do you guys think about that? What is the what is a Rick hmm. Remender number one mean to you or make you feel now at this point when it's been almost we're running up on 10 years of Rick Remender's uh, creator-owned exclusivity. How do you feel about this announcement? I, I totally forgot that he had his own imprint and image, the giant generator. Yeah. Um, until I saw the, the logo here. Here's the thing. I, I'm a simple guy. If there's a new Rick Remender written sci-fi book, I'm going to read it. <laughs> do I stick with it? Who knows? But I usually have that number one somewhere. Um, Black Science, Deadly Class, Seven to Eternity, Tokyo Ghost. Fear Agent, Low. I never, low. never read Low. I never read Low. That's the one that I, that I missed out on. Wait, um, you weren't on that? Oh, that was just uh, before. Oh, yeah, my yeah, God. I um, and I just finished The Righteous Thirst for Vengeance, which I really loved. And that wasn't even sci-fi. Um, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm sold. Uh, and it's got, like, cool little bird people. Yeah. And he's a, a, a Tadino, a Jay Tadino Tedesco covers, I believe, yeah. too. Which that dude is, like top cover artist for me so mm -hmm. yeah i'm in i'll uh, try it you'll try it but what is like does the does the name rick remender no no nah, not, not particularly i mean it's you know it's a name i uh i know and it is a name that i uh recognize comes with talent but I wouldn't say it's something I revere, you sure. know. I've never stuck with anything from Rick Remender. But I'll try it. Well, as you guys know, just off screen of me, I have a shrine built to Rick Remender. And so a new number one uh, from Rick Remender is actually... Um, exactly what you've been praying for. 
yeah, it's a religious experience, um, yep. and I am very much looking forward to. I am not aware of Max um, Fiumara. I have not experienced any it's of good. their art. Uh, they did some Hellboy, I believe. If I'm right. They on also that. did Doctor Star um, on in Black Hammer, and they're they're credited here with with some amazing Spider-Man work. Something called Four Eyes and Lucifer. So, I am all in. I cannot wait until Free Comic Book Day to, to see what this is about. And uh, I know that Rick Remender gets flack for doing or uh, telling stories that are often like dark and bleak, but they hit me right where I live, man. Low is, to me, if you ask me what are the like 20 best comic books, you know, comic book run series, Low for me would probably be on that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, Uncanny X-Force would also be on that. So recommender getting at least two slots on my list. But, all right. So I didn't get you with that, Kale. I didn't get you with that. Can I get you with this? I doubt it. All right. Let me try. Give me a chance. Sometimes you say that and then... Fair enough. All right. Gargoyles. Yeah. Got me. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) So you're not the only one that's been gotten by this because... Gargoyles number one has already gotten up to 179,000 orders for Dynamite. But is that how many covers they're going to have? Okay, glad you went there because Bleeding Cool, known for doing their uh, their thorough journalism, uh, put out a sort of breakdown of exactly what you're asking. So uh, this is what Rich Johnson wrote. When they were at 100,000 units, that was 70,000 units direct market and 30,000 units in exclusive cover variants commissioned especially for individual retailers. Of the 179,000 units, both the direct market and exclusives went up. So the exclusives broke 38,000 units and the other 141,000 units are the direct market. So effectively, the direct market number doubled at final order cutoff. That's pretty good. Yeah. I guess so. You're not the only one excited. Um, uh, we have a, a comment on the YouTube live uh, from somebody named Marco Canalata, uh saying, let's fucking go, Gargoyles. Also, I'm drunk. Oh, that, that's a porn bot. We got to just block oh, him. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so that, that number, by the way, um, that outsells Batman. That that outsells Spider-Man. That outsells all that good stuff. That's a big number in the comic world. Um, I'm really excited for this. This is going to be really cool. Is this next week? Yeah. No, I wish it was. It's actually December 7th. Oh, good. I'm, I'm glad it's not next week because I'm not here next week for oh. <laughs> for Palace Fools. I, I was a little mm-hmm. I was getting a little, little disappointed there. Um, mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty pretty excited for this i never watched gargoyles here's the thing i missed i missed the boat on that oh yeah i missed the boat on a lot of those like disney saturday morning cartoon shows like uh rescue rangers uh darkwing duck gargoyles um i was boring i liked like looney tunes you know like that's that's what i was into so like this wasn't my thing but god damn they're cool looking have you seen the interiors on this book 
I have it. Isn't it in the link you sent? They're crazy. I'm gonna link it to you right now. Um, I'll put it in the uh, Discord. Who's the uh, Who's the artist? It's um, isn't it George Kim? Yes. Kim Day. Yeah. Yep. Or did you say his not, name? Yeah. Not ringing a bell. I just oh, put yeah. it in the uh, on Discord. So if you want to check it out, it's it looks like it. I mean, it looks like the oh, okay. the show in a lot of ways. Uh-huh. And these covers are great. I think this is. I think this is going to be really cool. This gives me um, the same vibes I had when they brought Power Rangers into comics, and how cool that yeah. was. This yeah. is similarly awesome. Did they really just have one of the gargoyles do a Akira slide on these preview pages? <laughs> um, an Akira slide. What's you know, that? or, or the, the the Kaneda bicycle slide from Akira. Uh, the the bicycle sort of bicycle motorbike slide thing, the motor <laughs> no motorcycle. no it's a bicycle motorcycle motorcycle electric uh, the the mechanical bicycle. Um, oh, I've never seen that. It's like oh, a yeah, a, you should like, read Akira, my man. You should watch it alone. It's fantastic. I'm not even like like that kind of guy. I'm not one of them 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 weeaboos, but. <laughs> Hey, Kefis, what is up? Thank you for joining. Um, but, but but Matt's right in the chat. Dynamite's doing some cool things lately. I think yes. they 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 have a lot of good Disney properties that I think yep. they need to lean in on, like what they're doing with this. As as a Disney adult, you know, let's just let's they, just say it. Um, are they doing Darkwing Duck too? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. No. Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, I guess I'm gonna be a Dynamite fan. Hell yeah! Yes. They should be leaning into these properties, like, like they're uh, Disney adults have. Uh, they don't have kids. They they have disposable income, you know. Like, they, yeah, well, they just throw money at stupid shit constantly. I don't know about that. Let me tell you something. Not only am I buying this, not only am I buying Darkwing Duck, I'm going to be buying Red Sonia again. I am so excited because Torn Gronbeck is going to be doing. Oh, true. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm going to buy that. I've been waiting for my end to that to that series again because I fell off a few years ago. I'm back. I love Red Silver. Dynamite has an opportunity to elevate their cachet right now. And at the current moment, they're doing everything they're supposed to do. Like Dynamite is not just Vampirella or Stripperella or whatever, whatever uh they have. Betty Page in that. Stripperella? <laughs> Do you remember Stripperella? Yo, yes. Stan Lee and Pamela Anderson's Stripperella on uh, uh, F was not FX. It was um, what was it called before? Um, Spike TV. Yes, Spike TV. FX or Spike TV? Was it not? It was. Yeah. What? I didn't know that. Yes, dude. I I I can't wait for all of this. This is great. Dynamite is on a roll. Super fun stuff. Uh, speaking of fun stuff, at least I think this is fun. Uh, James Gunn and Peter Safran are saying that they are about done with their DCU timeline and the Bible that they have crafted for going into um, you know, putting out these these films and television properties. The Bible, of course, in this context, is when a creator or creative team, they basically lay out the do's and don'ts, 
the characters they want to use, the things they want to say, the narrative they're trying to tell in one chunky, um, you know, referenceable, you know, piece of work that is uh, just something for everybody to work from, essentially, and to understand what the big ideas are and stuff like that. Um, so they're doing that, uh, and they're going to be presenting all of that to the WB Discovery team very soon. And so it looks like we're actually in the month's end of seeing this ourselves. Like within the next couple of months, than anything resembling a year out, which is what I thought. Mm. I thought like six months. But it looks like it's going to be a lot sooner. I wonder if that's something they sort of had to come to the table with. Like an at least an idea, you know, mm. a presentation of what's your vision for. I, yeah. I also think that Marvel does their phase timelines, which is such a big thing that they kind of need to go be ahead of the game and, and then showcase like, oh, well, here's what, what our timeline looks like. Whether or not they stick to it, who knows? Um, but uh, yeah, it's just weird seeing an announcement of a potential announcement. Like, it, Well, it's... to be fair, this isn't an announcement. Fair, okay. Um, James Gunn was pressed on this on Twitter because, you know, as things do, they leak and there was some scuttlebutt about it. And so he actually responded, which is pretty cool. And he said, yeah, it is true. And we're going to be presenting to WB Discovery. So um, what I'm curious about from you guys is do you think that this is too soon? They just got the job in November. Kale made the point that maybe they had to come in with something. I could see that. Um, But to have an outline for years worth of storytelling that you essentially are done with over the course of a month, maybe two. That's pretty fast. I don't think so. I think it's pretty easy. Like, like I think it's easy to know what's wrong with the current DC universe. But that's not all this is. Well, we don't know what it is. It could literally just be like, here's a timeline. Here are the, here are the, the key characters we want to work on. Um, and here are potential slots we could put them in. It doesn't mean creatively we need to be like, all right, well, here's how this ties into this. And this character is going to show up in here. Like, it could be very top level if it's this soon. I'm, and I'm saying I think even that is fast. Like, even just even just saying these are the, these are the like, movies we want to do for these particular characters. and Because even that, like, there has to be some degree of knowing how it interconnects, even if it's not written down. Let's say it's not written down. Sure, fine. James Gunn has to have that idea. He has to have a vision for where it all goes. You can't. You can't say this is the outline without an idea of where it goes, you know, or what it what it means, what it says. There has to be something, even if it's just in his mind. He's pretty savvy, though. Yeah. yeah. He, he, uh, yeah. Is he a comic book reader? I think he is. Yeah. yeah I mean, if he wasn't before, which I'm pretty sure he was, he has to be now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He, he made so, super, and, like, like he, he knows what he's... Yeah. He and he's had a, a pretty, like, deft hand in everything he's done. And I guess what I mean by that is he's written everything he's done comic book related. You know, so I would imagine he at least has a, a, a bigger idea of the universes he works in. Whether or not 
you know, like in like in the MCU, uh, you know, whether or not he crafts it or, you know, in the DC where he's just sort of picking things apart, you know, surely he's got this bigger plan even in his head that, you know, he can come to the table with. I I picture James Gunn as the type of guy where you can lock him in a room for a day and he can come up with a coherent story. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he is a creative guy. Um, yeah, I, I, this seems like... Yeah, I, I, I can see him coming up with something pretty quickly, honestly. Especially somebody who is, like, a DC fan. Like, I'm sure he's been gestating on this for years. Especially once once uh, once Marvel was like, hey, fuck you, you did some, you did some dumb tweets. Disney. Um, uh, sure, fair. Um, but like he's been working on Peacemaker, so I'm sure like he's been he's been in the in the family for a bit, you know, Suicide Squad. Uh, sure. Yeah, dude pulled Vigilante out for as a character in Peacemaker, like and made him fantastic, you know. Yeah. He he brought up uh, uh oh geez, there's some deep cuts in uh in, in Peacemaker. Yeah. Um. I I. I think when you're getting paid millions of dollars to have ideas, that's incentive. I, I think, um, you know, it's also worth pointing out that he is still actively working on, you know, Marvel content, Marvel material. Um, The, the guardian stuff is not complete. So, you know, there's some aspect of his work. That's still that. Um, What's that Tyler? I was just wondering what, what what phase of, guardians we're in post-production at this point we have to be i got a figure yeah but i don't know that for sure um i don't know that for sure but uh it's worth it's worth considering that too we don't know how much of his day involves that and he has said that he'll be busy with marvel he'll be doing marvel stuff until march and then it's over um imdb says post-production Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he might not have too much to do in that regard at this point. As the director, you don't think so? It's not as hands-on. Yeah. I mean, it depends. Are they are they in edits? Are they in you know probably? Yeah. So. Um. I I don't. I'm not worried. I'm I'm far from worried. I'm not I'm not concerned by this. Um. I was hoping to not hear anything for a little while. Let them cook something up behind the scenes and then just wow us um, down the road. But Hey, if he's got it and if he's excited about it, I mean, James Gunn is talented. I highly doubt that he's going to look back and say, shoot, I should have, I should have waited. I should have waited like a few more months. I should have thought more about this. I'm sure if he, if he feels good enough presenting it to the board of Warner brothers and all the people who are involved in a, in a process like that, then he's got, it's gotta be something he's confident in. It's also James Gunn too. So I can imagine it being some really weird wackadoo thing. It's like, all right, here, here's Mr. Terrific. And here's Lobo. And we're going to build up to a clipso, you know, it's going to be an eclipso. Yeah. Um, Ragman is actually the, uh, the linchpin of the, the entire universe. Well, one thing we know we won't get, is for Batman because David Zaslav spoke out about the way that things went in the old regime and what we can sort of expect from the new one. 
And he said, I think over the next few years, you're going to see a lot of growth and opportunity around DC. There's not going to be four Batmans. And so part of our strategy is drive the hell out of DC, which James and Peter are going to do. I think they've thrilled the fans. I think they're going to thrill you over a period of time. I think that's fair. Uh, Both of them have been a part of big success at DC already. Um, You know, the aforementioned Peacemaker, Suicide Squad, big successes. And then Peter Safran being the um, one of the, you know, main producers behind not just those titles, um, but also Aquaman and others. So, you know, good pedigree. And I'm ready for there to not be four Batman. I'm so ready for that. Love Batman. So, don't need four. First three Jokers, then four Batman. I mean, we got to stop here. It's, it's too much. Yeah, where's this going? Mm-hmm. How many is enough? What would be the one thing? What would be the, the thing that could be on that in that Bible or be on that timeline that would let you know? All right, this might this might just work. Uh, Superman in big, bold, red and blue font. That's my answer. In bright red and blue font, like if it's if we're talking like a legitimately written down, um, yeah, it's it's got to be one one big Superman focused. Uh, know who he is as a character too. I think that's important. Mm. Yep. I not to not to hit on this every single time we talk about this, but for me, it would be the the Justice League in the middle, and then the branching out of everything else. Just like a whatever graph that is. Yeah, Chillmonger on YouTube. Hey, what's up, Chill? Um, check out Chillmonger's YouTube channel. Just Chillmonger. Uh does a lot of cool stuff. Uh be going live today with the uh Marvel 33 burning questions. The Marvel burning questions. So go go check that out. Um Chillmonger, he you said, should probably go to a go to a doctor because you got a lot of burning going on. Like that there's there's a lot of those burning questions. <laughs> Whoa, not me. Yeah, cream for that. <laughs> hey, I got I got cream all over the place, man. Um, dealing with eczema, but um, Chillmonger said Justice League by 2026. Oh, what are we in now? 2022. I think that's, that's reasonable. Yeah, yeah, if they if they go if they go the route that we've talked about on this show, where you kind of start that way, um, I think that's very achievable, especially if they hire us. Yeah, oh, that would be great. I'll I can knock oh. out a Justice League movie yeah. in an afternoon. I tried think... sneaking onto WB Property uh, Studios when I was in uh, California. Uh, How'd that work out? Know. Not well. Did that you was... get caught? I was like, I was like, yeah, I know Jeff. I swear, uh, <laughs> he's there. Just let me <laughs> talk to him. I swear, yeah, I know. I know which office he's in. I can do it. No. Oh it's... my god, that's disturbing. You didn't really do that, did you? No, I didn't fucking do that. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I had to ask, man. I had I was to ask. too busy guzzling down chili cheese dogs. Come on. Oh, busy guzzler. Chili dogs. Wow, Tyler. Who knew? Um, and that's gonna actually that's gonna lead into our main topic because yeah, we're the 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 film the film the age of James Gunn and Peter Safran will be dawning soon in the film world. But the dawn of the DCU in comics is upon us. And when you talk about timelines, DC put out a nice and snazzy one for us, which is on the screen right now if you happen to be watching this. Um, And it shows off 
I'm not sure. I don't think this is complete. It doesn't look complete to me, but it shows off. It gives us an idea of where they're going, what the plan is, who they're going to be focusing on. And we got a lot of announcements, a lot of book announcements about the, the shape of things to come over at DC Comics. And I have to say, it's kind of exciting. So in our main topic, we're going to be talking about that, the books we're most excited about here, and uh, where we think DC's headed. So if you're watching this live on YouTube or Twitch, we will be back in five minutes or less. That's the Comics Pals promise. Otherwise, stick around. Stay tuned. We'll see you in a moment. And we're back. I don't know if that was five minutes or not, but I sure hope it was. Uh, <laughs> if you are a, still... He made, he made a, a guarantee, and then you're like, well, I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, listen. Uh, what, we'll have to give this podcast away for free. What, what are my words worth? Um, if you are still with us, thank you so much. If you would be so kind as to subscribe wherever it is that you're listening to us, leave us a follow, a rating, a review. All that stuff helps us out a ton. Costs you nothing. It might cost you something if you want to subscribe to us over on Twitch, um, but you could gift a sub or you could use your Amazon Prime sub so it'd be free. We appreciate all of that. Thank you so much. Let's keep this train rolling. Uh, so the dawn of the DCU, of course, is the, I guess it's the 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 branding, the banner, and the thesis that DC is going to be operating under as it relates to their comics in the year 2023. This is, of course, spinning out of Dark Crisis on Infinite Earths, and we're getting a ton of new books. Like, they dropped so many new book announcements on us here. Some of them are, some of them are very surprising. Uh, I want to read a little bit of what Jim Lee had to say about this um, just before we start talking about these book announcements. He said, um, with brand new series and story arcs from some of the top creative members in comics, Dawn of DC is one of our most ambitious initiatives ever and is a chance for us to tell bigger and bolder stories across our line. Okay. Yeah, I feel like I've heard that, you know, many times. But you have to say it. Hopefully it's true this yeah. time. One of the things that inspires my confidence, we talked about this already, is Superman. And the fact that Superman and the family of Superman appears to be front and center in this line-wide rebranding, if you will. Um, and so basically what we have is a timeline image up top says Dawn of DC 2023. It starts with DC Universe Lazarus Planet, uh, which is the upcoming magic-inspired event where uh, magic has gone haywire post-Batman versus Robin, and uh, things are nuts. Lazarus is all over Earth, and it is amplifying or changing the powers of people who have them and granting powers to people that don't. Um, and doing interesting and unique things with that. So um, that will be sort of how DC kicks things off in 2023. But the very first character emblem that you see on there is Superman. Sure, That's a good well, sign. It's only one out of the DCEU. Sorry? It's it's what I want out of the DCEU. Like right. the, the movie, movie verse, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah. 
it's an Go interesting ahead. thing to uh to have in the center of your magic storyline too because uh magic is you know it's uh it's not great for superman he's allergic sure Phew. yeah i know that are you allergic to magic as well uh magician specifically yeah tell me about that cats dogs dust dander trees i wanted to hear magicians, about magicians. magicians magicians i was getting there i was getting there but what about but how what happened with that uh it, it's just the i think it's because they have a lot of rabbit hair left over on them mm, okay yeah. but see right. the thing is when you when you're with one and you know they give you all the allergies they can give you a scarf and then a scarf and then a scarf and then a scarf and yeah, then yeah. a scarf and yeah. then a scarf i wish i hadn't pulled on that i wish i hadn't tugged on that because it never ends Moving on. Um, decent big guys. <laughs> decent. That's decent. Uh, so, yeah. So we are getting a bunch of Superman stuff. Uh, we we know that um, Philip Kennedy Johnson has been doing a great job with the character over the last uh, couple of years. But they are adding to the roster of creative people who will be working in this sandbox. Uh, Dan Jurgens and Leah Williams are going to be a part mm. of the mm. uh, of the Action Comics creative team. Um, Those are two very different people. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. And I like that. Uh, did we um didn't we get news about this previously? Yeah, we did. Okay. We did. Yeah. Um. So that's that's pretty cool. Uh, they're going to be telling stories uh, in the margins or the the back matter, I should say, of Action Comics. So that's that's oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. Um. We're getting Is Leia a doing Power Girl. Did I re... did I remember seeing yes, that correctly? Yes, okay. I believe yeah. so. Yeah. Who's doing Power Girl? Williams. Leia, I believe. Yeah. Right. That's gonna be fun. Yep. That'll that'll really echo the um, the old Halmiadi and uh, Amanda Connor stuff. I'll True. bet. Yeah. Let's go. Uh but we're also in February going to be getting Superman number one. So we're getting a fresh start with that. Uh, by none other than Joshua Williamson and Jamal Campbell. Yep. <laughs> I like that. Campbell on art. That's, that's good. That's good stuff. Absolutely. Um, John Kent is going to be getting a new number one as well in Adventures of Superman. John Kent number one by Tom Taylor and Clayton Henry. So Tom Taylor staying in that driver's seat of being the person to direct the teenage into adulthood years of John Kent, which I think is good. That series has been running strong, so yeah. no reason to break up what's been working over there. Um, well, that's although good. Although the 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 Chud news outlets are like, oh, John Kent book not selling well gets canceled. Like, no, it's, it's almost an, yeah. It's not how right. comics it's work. Such an dipshit. easy yeah, an easy headline because nobody comics fans don't even know how comics marketing works yeah hey uh guys i was just curious was was daredevil by chips darsky and marco chichetto not selling no nah, not a good book yeah it sucked right because they got canceled really, right really, and then they really, released a new number one like a, a month later really forced well, that, down that irish catholic that, guilt down my throat that devil's rain book only got six issues or whatever that yeah. sucked yeah that was terrible <laughs> We're memeing, by the way, just in case that wasn't obvious. Um, so we're actually – this was a big surprise to me. I didn't see this one coming. We're getting Unstoppable Doom Patrol. So Doom Patrol Let's getting go. an adjective up front, which is yes. pretty cool. Um, 
Which and is, it's by – sorry, go ahead. The adjective up front is pretty funny, you know, because it's like the X-Men were a knockoff of the Doom Patrol, and now the Doom Patrol is knocking mm. off of the X-Men. Which ah, I, good, which good catch. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, Dennis Culver and Chris Burnham. Ooh. Chris Burnham on art. That's great. You're, you're a Burnham guy, right, Sean? Batman? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I love yeah, 100%. Burnham. And Burnham the, on do, uh, Doom Patrol is – oof. That's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Do either of you have a familiarity with Dennis Culver? The name does ring a bell. Uh, yeah. I, I will. I will do some do some digging. Cool. Yeah, you do that. This, uh, um, this, this new Doom Patrol logo is slick. Got the, the yellow D too. with the yeah. P inside of it. Mm. Ooh. All right. Yeah. 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 Because that is on the uh, that is on the, the timeline. The timeline. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Uh. Can I ask you guys, because this is not my wheelhouse, you know that, other than Robot Man, whose name I can't recall, um, who are these people? Who are these characters? You have the Negative uh, Man in the back. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Which Negative Man it is, unsure. Uh, then you have Rita yeah. also in the back as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the other three, I'm not positive. So, Sean, uh, Dennis Culver is actually, he looks like a, he's worked with Williamson a lot, co-writing. Um, okay. He worked on Just League Incarnate and some of the uh, the side books for Dark Crisis, like the Dark Army and those like one shot. Sure. Things. Yeah. So, so he and, he's working his way up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He seems to be like a good uh, a, a Joshua Williams uh, Williamson's kind of guy. Kind of guy. Is this guy made of teeth in this in this cover? This is what I was trying to figure out. <laughs> Because if disgusting. he is, that is a very Doom Patrol thing, and I like it. Mm. No, that's not the case, dude. That's not. That can't be teeth. what's happening. I want him to be made of teeth. He looks like he could be a a doomsday type guy. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I also, yeah. like the guy behind him is like, oh, this looks like an Umbrella Academy member, which is also kind of a play on the X Men Doom Patrol thing. So, I like. Oh. I, I sniff what they're doing here, and I really like it. Well, um, and this is up your alley, anyway. Hands. Oh, uh, you you write Doom Patrol on a book. It's up my alley. You write Chris Burnham on a book. It's up my alley. Um, combine the two. I'm in. It's up your butt. Uh, so mean, that would be a Doom Patrol thing. The, yes. The back alley, as it were. Yeah. <laughs> God, God's loophole, as I call it. Wow. Hmm. All right. Uh, work. Wrap your brain around that one while we talk about what's going to be dropping in April. So we've got Superboy, the man of tomorrow, uh, by Kenny Porter and Janoy Lindsay. Um, this actually won the won the uh the 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 round robin vote that DC had done. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Forgot about um, that. <laughs> I know that was feels like years ago. Well, I do them annually now, so it was also. <laughs> They're like no no more mail in ballots. We're only counting paper ones. <laughs> Look, you guys see Blake's eyes? Dude, yes, you got a that is over there. scary. Got Wild. That is Goosebumps level. Remember the Goosebumps intro with that yeah. creepy dog? That dog. <laughs> I love We're that. I have who, that song uh, stuck uh, in Genoa and Lindsay is uh, what they've done. I'm not familiar with the name. Yeah, I'm not um, sure. Angel. They worked on Angel and oh. House of Slaughter. House of Slaughter as well. Okay. Okay. Hmm. All right. Angel. Pretty good. Good looking, at least. Um, House of Slaughter, too. Um, Green Lantern, Hal Jordan, 
We got two Green Lantern books. One is Hal. One is John. Um, Hal's coming out in April, but uh, John Stewart is TBD 2023. So for Hal Jordan, we have Mariko Tamaki, who I love. Um, we don't know the artist yet, but um, you know it's just the return of Hal Jordan to Earth, which is, um, I guess, exciting. I, I, I mean, I'm just honestly like I don't care where Hal is because I'm not. I've not been keeping up with Hal's exploits. But if you're telling me that Mariko Tamaki is going to be writing anything, really, I'll buy it. Has so, a woman ever written Green Lantern before? I don't know. I don't think so. Let alone, you know, straight white male milk toast Hal Jordan. You know, like, like I think that's historically been a very like oh, only, only dudes are writing this. Just in general, I hope that's that that's not the case. That 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 this is the first woman to write Green Lantern. But I feel like, um, um, sorry, the uh, um, uh, Far Sector. Yes, yes, N.K. Jeminson. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, gotcha. O- original character there, to be fair. So yeah. um, I want to pitch something really fast because I actually think Kelly Sue DeConnick would be an interesting uh, person to write Green Lantern. I agree. Hmm. Okay. She's writing plays now, I think, that are performed. In she did a, she's yeah. doing what? a musical in Vegas. Yeah. yeah. In Vegas, it just actually, came out. Yeah. 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 That's wild! Wow, what a what I was a turn. listening to uh, to Brian Michael Bendis's interview on uh, Mark Millar's podcast. Oh, you do, huh? About it. <laughs> yeah, oh, you do? yeah, yeah. Great, great, uh, great, great show. Actually, once you, I want to get what Mark Millar is saying. Um, very, very deep accent. Love it. I want to get Bendis on here. How about that? Hey, um, only six issues for Superboy. Superboy? Yeah, is, the okay. Co- the cover has it listed as a. One of six. Yeah, Glenn. I would say that that could definitely change. I mean, Poison Ivy was initially, uh, I want to say it was one of six as well. And then that did so well that it got uh, full series order. So, you know, these things do happen if if people support it. I don't see a reason why DC would say, eh, you've had enough of that thing you like, you know? Oh, I can so, I see them doing that. <laughs> yeah, they could, yeah, I mean, it's, it's possible. Um but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that one. But I must say, um, the next one, Philip Kennedy Johnson writing John Stewart is. I can't even. I couldn't name a person I think would be better for that. It's pretty good. That's yeah. that's my that of these. That's my pick. Like this is the one that that's the one I'm most excited about. Is there an artist? Even more. Um, I don't think. Let me see. I don't think so. Uh, we don't. No. Um, we don't have an artist. Yeah, we don't have an artist for that one. Um, but come on, man. After everything Philip has done with Superman, after we saw how he could hone in on his personal experiences in Alien and how good that was, I really I think this could be a real gem. So I'll be there for that day one. I'm sure you guys are excited about this next one, Green Arrow. I am. Yeah. Yeah. This one's also in April from Joshua Williamson and Sean Isaacs. Yeah, Sean Isaacs, since this was announced, has been posting his uh, fan art when he first started drawing comics, which was uh, Green Arrow and Roy Harper. He's wow. like a, a diehard fan, and this is like a dream project for him. So, um, that rules. There, it, that and, rules. And like he he specifically talks about how like Roy is a big 
deal for him. So being able to like do some Roy stories is is fun, which I'm I'm happy for. Hopefully he's not swinging around a dead cat in this book, but you know. <laughs> hey, listen. Uh, yeah, what what I like about this is uh, it seems like it's going to focus on the Green Arrow family, yep. which hasn't been a focus in a long time. It, mm. it hasn't been a focus, but they've been adding to it at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Like they're they're speedy. There's that new the new speedy right, and then there's that oh, new I mean, red oh, canary yeah. as well. Who I guess would would fit in here. If Black yeah. Canary is part of this, um, yeah, it's a big, it's a big old family. It's got a lot, a lot, of, a lot of bows in that, uh, a lot of arrows in that quiver. Oh yeah. Um, then this is, I think, the one that drew most people's attention, uh, because we have Batman: Brave and the Bold. This is a May book. Uh, the the cover's pretty snazzy. It's got Joker. Uh, playing with a chessboard that features Batman's cast of characters on it. And, of course, he's holding the king. He's holding the Batman piece in his hand. Um, this this has a lot of people attached. I'm not even sure how this is going to work. Um, Tom King and Mitch Jarrett's get top billing on this one. But we've also got Gilliam March, Gabriel Hardman. I know, yeah. Oh, my God. I love Gabriel Hardman. I am such a huge fan, and his absence from comics of late really is unfortunate. So I'm, I'm really excited about this. Um, Dan Mora, though, also, who is another tremendous talent, and Rob Williams will also be a, a, a part of this, and more that they haven't announced. So it's essentially a new creative team each issue, right? That's how they're. That's how. I mean, that's how Brave and the Bold typically has worked. They're just one shots. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's it's a lot like uh, uh, Marvel's old two and one that Chip Zdarsky revived. Yes. So it, yes. Uh, I don't see well, any Chip Zdarsky's more. two and one was literally just the thing in Human Torch. It didn't switch over. But uh, they would team up that. with other people, wouldn't? Didn't yeah, they? I, yeah. Yeah. The Brave and the Bold used to be Batman teaming up with somebody. Yeah. Well, it's just what um, the cartoon was as well. Yeah. 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 Um, so, so I imagine that's what this is. I, yeah, Gabriel Hardman. It's, it's, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say, I imagine it's it's a new creative team and a new team up each issue. Um, yeah, it being just you know one and done stories, which I sorely miss in comics. So, Gabriel Hardman actually uh, talked a little bit on Twitter about what this was going to be and said, "Excited to be part of the Brave and Bold relaunch. I'm writing and drawing a serialized backup story." Oh. Yeah, mm-hmm. so at least in that case, he'll be doing his own thing by himself. So that's kind of cool. How yeah. the rest of the this stuff will work, we don't quite know yet. I imagine, though, we'll learn more details fairly soon. Hardman was on uh, some of Red Hulk way back when, uh, and it was so good. Mm. It's great stuff. Uh, Glennon says, I've been looking for a real chessboard with DC pieces. Any suggestions? Uh, yes, I have a suggestion. Learn uh, whittling and woodwork, and you can make it yourself. I knew you were going to tell him to make it himself. That is such a bad answer, Tyler. <laughs> I'm going to say Etsy. There's a whole ass, um, yeah, true, true. whole ass uh, commercial about a lady buying a set of like dragon chess chess pieces uh, on Etsy. So that that's probably a He's Here, there's there's one for four hundred and fifty dollars on a big bad toy store. Whoa! It has a different piece for each piece, different character for each piece, which seems confusing. 
Um, but yeah, Glennon, listen. If you buy that one, I'll it's buy. I'll buy. A, I'll buy a Marvel one, and then we can play Marvel versus DC chess. How about that? Marvel wins, but we can do it. Uh, one. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, Come gross. On. These are the new 52 you, costumes. You... All right, never mind. Don't get that. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, all right, moving forward, we are getting a Cyborg series in May. Uh, no creative team attached that I can tell, mm. but um, they're, it's a, yeah, they're going to be announcing that later, but we are getting Cyborg. Um, you know, I this 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 kind of announcement to me is a little frustrating because this is the first one that we've come up on that didn't have anybody attached at all that they announced. Why is that the case? Uh, probably so they can ditch it. <laughs> <laughs> I hope everybody be, forgets. Be very selective yeah. about who they pick, but yeah. Yeah, and they showed no art for it either. That's, I mean, there are others that don't have art attached, but no art, no creative team, no nothing. Eh, not a good sign. Um, Shazam, though, gets not only a creative team attached, but one hell of a banger team. We are getting Mark Wade and Dan Mora. Oh, that's a, a kale man. Ball. Yeah, yep, I will they're... be. Oh, and hold on. Talkie Tawny is going to be yep. in this book, too. Oh, nice. Love it. Fucking. And it's got dinosaurs. There's no. Okay, what, what, how do you like? Do you like dinosaurs? You're a dinosaur guy. I love dinosaurs. You kidding me? There you go. What else could, what else could there be? Fucking common writer in here. You got my name on it. And that T-Rex. I'm assuming that's Dan, that's Dan Mora work yeah, there. Dan Mora. Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. That is hot. I like that how they're like, hey, good. we need to put this out for promotional. I know colors aren't done, but can you just do uh, Shazam real quick? <laughs> just, just color. It works. I honestly kind of like the fact that Shazam's the only uh, thing in color here other than good the eyes of man. the T-Rex. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty sick. Um, that's a great promotional piece there. Uh, and this is actually uh, June. So a, uh, good birthday Glenn, for us, Sean. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Um, Glenn had mentioned hopefully there's some good winter stuff, and I don't think we don't know anything about what's happening past June right now. Um, June rounds out with the Penguin, which is apparently a working title, but that's got Tom King and Stefano uh, Guadino attached. Guadino attached. So, um, huh. uh Okay, I I don't know if this is for me, but I think I might have a cousin who might pick this up. Bean, <laughs> Bean certainly might buy this. Good old so. Bean, yeah. yeah. I, Bean's I... got too much money to throw around. I'm just gonna put that out there. <laughs> he's, he's a real Bean counter that one. Um, I uh, Tom King has been kind of playing around with this whole cr- uh, crime uh, genre, you know, with Rorschach, with with uh, Gotham Year One recently. Even the um, uh, the Batman Killing Time was crime based. Uh, did you finish yeah. that? I didn't. It's uh, interesting. Get bean. Yeah. No. No. He hasn't told me anything about that. Um, but even like, uh, like even Human Target a bit is you know a little little, little crime yeah. noir-y. Um, yeah. So seeing him kind of like I assume that's what Penguin's going to be. You know, maybe a little more uh, crime family. You know, crime thing. But uh, I I kind of dig it. I kind of dig it. Mm. Yeah. Um, 
I I will obviously buy this. There's never going to be a time I don't think where a Tom King number one doesn't get my dollars. Beyond that, though, this is going to have to be a strong premise. I really enjoyed the uh, Penguin One Bad Day. I liked that a lot. And the stuff that they've been doing with Penguin in Batman proper has all been good. So I don't see why this can't be good. It's almost like they need to have a high profile on Penguin because there could be a show coming up about him. Really? You think that's what's going on here? Could be. Mm -hmm. Man, imagine if Cyborg got a creative team like this. They'd never do that. (laughs) I want Dennis Cowan on Cyborg. That's what I want. It's gonna be. It's gonna. It's gonna be John Ridley. It's gonna come out in 2025, and then it's not gonna come out. That's what it's gonna gonna be. be Mostly text. Yeah. Yeah, There's one black writer. He's got to write every black character. The dude stretched thin. What the heck are we doing here? Can you hire Nicholas Draper Ivy, please, for more than Static? Who's the guy who did all on Static too? Don't they? Really? Yeah. Yeah, Vita, Vita and Vita and, and Ivy. Yeah, who um who is the guy who did Power Man and Iron Fist? Works with Bendis. Oh yes, yes, yes. Uh, he Even did Walker. Yes, yes, yes. That I think that'd be. I mean, actually, he did Cyborg already, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. He sure yeah. did. Yeah. And he complained about what that was yep. like. <laughs> That's exactly. True. Yep. All right. <laughs> and he Bad did thought. not like it. <laughs> no. So that will probably not happen again. Uh, and then the last announcement that we have that's officially you know put out is Steelworks. Um, I don't know what that means, but it's uh, so. This is what this is the 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 information we have. Just in time for his thirtieth anniversary, John Henry Irons must bring Metropolis into the future while trusting his niece Natasha to carry the mantle of Steel. Steelworks will be available in June from a talent team that will be revealed at a later date. Anybody noticing a theme here? Uh, here's announcements for things that we don't have settled yet. Um, especially the uh, non-white characters that uh, we have. There you go. Because that—that's the theme I noticed. The only yep. uh, the only books that don't have anyone attached that they're willing to say are the books that feature the black characters. Yeah, the um, only one that has one is uh, Green Lantern. Yeah, John, I mean, the John Stewart. Yeah. Uh, Manny made a good point about this in the uh, in the Discord. Uh, what else is lacking in these announcements? Oh, women, yeah, yeah, yeah. But both characters and writers, creators, yeah. yeah. It it so it's it's worth pointing out. I'm not excusing it because this is a bad look. I I definitely would say that if there's a negative here, it's that. Um, the announcements themselves are cool, but the mm. the lack of representation and 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 it's just diverse voices and characters is sure. concerning. But I don't know if people are considering this one little factor. These are not, this does not represent the totality of what DC is releasing in yeah. this time frame. Because mm-hmm. Catwoman will still be there. We're still going to have all those different books. Wonder Woman will be there. All that stuff will still be there. So we're not going into like a dark territory where it's just going to be, you know, these books and, and all the women are banished. Um, so we will have those books. But I do agree that not having, you know, hey, maybe Power Girl should have her own series. Maybe you spin that out. What about Supergirl? That that could be cool. Something like that. No Yada Flores, um, which could be more because of um, how that's going with Joel Jones. I know that was canceled. Maybe they want to cool that down a little bit. I don't know. But 
also no team book announcements really. Hey, the Green Arrow one was like hey, it's going to be dealing with the family. family. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think yeah, this is Superman. more just like hey, we want to put out an announcement that puts a good spotlight on some stuff we're excited about. Um, yeah, and I think they explicitly probably shouldn't have announced Cyborg or Steelworks. But I think mm-hmm. just looking at that and those other books without Cyborg or Steelworks looks bad. So it's like, all right, well, we got to just say we're doing these anyway just to get ahead of it. Um, rather than like, oh, here are all these white books we're announcing. You know, like they're like, right, let's sprinkle those in. We're not really sure who's doing it yet, but we're going to do it. Um, I mean, I mean, like it looks bad when you look at it now, but like had they not said anything, would it look that bad? I think so. I think the absence of is definitely something that, you know, people pick up on. We pick up on because look at look at what's been said about the lack of women. Like, you know, maybe they do have maybe maybe to your point, maybe they have something. Maybe the back half of this of this year long plan looks more like what would be ideal. But they don't want to say that because it would just be more of, yeah, no creative team yet, blah, blah, blah. No one wants to hear that. So it's kind of a catch 22. But my issue is. What is preventing them from knowing? How do you know the book? How do you know you're going to do a cyborg book? How do you know you're going to do Steelworks, but you don't have anyone to announce? Because they did that. They announced a writer and not an artist in, in, in some of these. So why couldn't they say who's writing cyborg? They, could, they probably might still be fielding pitches. They might be one of these books where like, hey, this is a book we're doing. What pitches do you guys have? It could be one of yeah, those Yeah, it could be could be like editorial concepts they're working yeah. on that's my biggest fear with this new era of dc um new boss same as the old boss type of thing where it's yeah, like yeah. editorial kind of runs um, the, uh, one thing uh, two two things actually in that in that uh, initial uh, timeline they posted um there is two things that jump out to me um mm-hmm. one the hawkman logo is on there Yes. Yeah. Uh, in the same line as Shazam, which Shazam would be in June, so maybe we'll get a Hawkman book somewhere around then. Well, Batman uh, is also in that line too, and it looks like there's a um, a new uh, 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 story or whatever. Yeah, the, know, the the night something. It, it, it's it's yeah. blacked out half of it, but we know there's some kind of Batman event coming up. Mm, yep. Um, yeah. I hope it's about Night and Squire. <laughs> I, I, that's, a, that's a big hope. <laughs> yeah. No, you know what? Now that you say that, I also hope that. I love it won't Night be, and Squire. but that yeah. could be fun. There's you imagine lead character right there. Love Night. Like <laughs> their big they're, summer they're event. <laughs> big summer tentpole event is Night and Squire. <laughs> oh my god! That I could only like dream, Sean. I could only dream that uh-huh. Paul Cornell miniseries. Fantastic. <laughs> The long bonfire night. <laughs> hey, uh, Glenn says, I want a good Flash story to read. Well, I have good news for you because the One Minute War will be starting, I believe it starts oh, yeah. in January, and we are yeah. all excited for that. Um, the concept there really fast is just that there's this race of beings who have access to the Speed Force as a resource. So it powers their weapons, it powers their cities, they use it, and they are able to dispatch of entire uh, planets of people very quickly because they can kill you without you being able to know you're dying. They can take your planet over without you knowing it happened because they do it so fast. And Flash is the only person that can stop them when they come to Earth. To me, that's a perfect pitch. So, Yeah, the yeah. stuff that's uh, Jeremy Adams and the stuff we've read from him recently 
uh, he's recently taken over the book, I think from Williamson, um, has been really good. It feels like good old Flash. The Discord, uh, people in Discord really like that stuff too. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's something to look forward to there. All right, so big picture. How do you guys feel about this announcement? How do you feel about this timeline? What are you most excited about? And does this inspire hope in you that DC's on the right track? It is nice to see them forward planning and letting us know. Like Marvel has been doing this for years. Yeah. You know, like I think they could have even even done one of those things that Marvel does. Like screw it. Just bite off them completely where they have like that splash page where it's like here are a whole bunch of characters that we're going to be focusing on. We're not announcing books. Mm-hmm. We're not announcing creative teams, but we're announcing characters. You know, like they right. did it when like the one that jumps out to me, I think it was uh, like the Heroic Age one where it's like, oh, yeah, here are these characters or the one where it was like, oh, Venom isn't with all these heroes. What's going on? And then we got Donnie Cates. It's Venom, you know. Sure. Um, so I think they could have done something like that just to maybe show off like, oh, Black Canary's here. Zatanna's here. Like mm-hmm. expect them somewhere. So to maybe kind of like quell some of the, the fears of like, oh, this is a lot of dudes. Um. Especially since I think like DC's like female character like characters and books are f- some of the best, like in terms of the characters that they have. So arguably um, better than Marvel's. Uh, the argument could be had. Sure. I don't know that I would personally say that, but I no. think when you're talking about sure. Wonder Woman, Catwoman, Harley Quinn, and stuff like that, I think they've got a good uh, yeah. good roster there. So that I think uh, I think they could have done other things to make it a little better, but honestly, I liked it. It's fun. It's 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 dumb, mostly harmless fun. Mostly harmless. <laughs> yeah, mostly harmless. I'm a little bit harmed. No, I'm not. How about you, Kill? Yeah. No, this all this all looks good. I really like the 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 sort of focus on teams and families with the Doom Patrol and the Superman family and uh, the Green Arrow family. Um, getting to see these characters actually work with a, a a decent supporting cast i think is really cool mm. um it's something that i think the the tv shows did really well um in the ways that tv has to work that comic books don't necessarily mm. you know like the flashes uh a, a overall cast works really strongly with him um and even on even on Arrow, you know, Felicity and and Diggle made it into yeah. the into the comics. However, briefly, um, they uh, work really well, and they give the main character something to bounce off of. So it's not wholly just you know the adventures of a boring white guy, you know. <laughs> right, and um. We yeah, so we do have the one team in in Doom Patrol. We at least guess, got yeah, that. Yeah. Um, I do like how this is more, you know, focused. Like Kale said, on groupings of characters. That's 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 cool. Um, it gives you the opportunity to see more people, different kinds of people. Um, I think this should have been the full timeline, and I think huh. that. The, the the gimmick there of putting the emblems of the characters on this and not saying what it means is actually pretty compelling. And, hey, what if they threw on something kind of wild out there? 
and we don't know what it means and we have to wait for more details down the line that would have been pretty fun like like a new um, logo like that doesn't huh a new logo would be cool or a character that we haven't seen in a long time or you know, just things that things that wet our appetite like the only thing on here that's like genuinely we don't know what the hell it means is that night um sure. on the top of it and that's fine i think you could argue the hawk man could be hawk girl as well that's true yeah that's yeah yeah there's 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 and it's probably both frankly um but i i kind of wish there was a little bit more to 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 tease here um giving us a roadmap of their future books though makes me say all right well hey i know for a fact that in june these are the dc books i want you know like this is the stuff that they've gotten me hyped for and they didn't have to put out a whole big solicit. They didn't have to do, you know, I don't need, I don't even need to see anything. You tell me John Stewart, Philip Kennedy Johnson. Sure. Whenever it comes out, I'll be there. No problem. Um, so I think they did a good job with this overall. I think it, I think it's smart and I think it inspires hope. I have said, and I stand by this, that this is DC's last shot. I really, really, really think they have to get it right. With David Zaslav at the top of WB Discovery, I cannot imagine him seeing the value of a comic book company that isn't making money, or enough money, rather, I should say, to to exist in those expensive halls of the the um the Warner Brothers building that they have there. Um they need to have they need to knock it out the park. So I'm hoping for the best. What do you guys think? Let us know at home what you guys are, are looking forward to off this list. Is there anything here that appeals to you? Is there anything you're surprised by? What are you gonna be picking up? Uh how much rope does DC have with you? We've got some DC loyalists in the chat. I consider myself to be a DC loyalist, and I think Kale and Tyler would say the same. Mm -hmm. um, I would never give up on DC Comics. There's always something that they can pull off that will make me feel that magic. So I'm looking forward to this. We will be reading a lot of these comics. So if you want to hear our thoughts, you want to tune into Pals Pulls, um, which is every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern, except this week it's on Wednesday, just because we want to spend Thanksgiving with our families. Um, but yeah, we will review a lot of these going forward. So come, come check that out. In addition, you can listen to this very show every single Saturday live on YouTube and Twitch at 10.15 a.m. Eastern. So come hang out with us. We had a great time with you guys in chat today. Thank you so much for um, hanging out with us and chatting with us. We always appreciate it. You make this show very fun and vibrant to come and do every week. So we really appreciate it. Um, Patreon.com slash The Comics Pals if you want to support. You can subscribe for as little as $3 a month. And there is a lot of cool stuff that you can get on over there. So I encourage you to just go check out the page. Um, I'm confident that you'll see something that's for you. So give us a chance on that front. Um, subscribe for free wherever you can. Like the video. Share it with your friends. All that stuff's free to do. We are we are literally only missing the subscriber benchmark on YouTube to mm. be monetized on there. Um, and that's going to happen through the strength of the support we get from you guys. So if you want to help us hit that next level, if you've got friends that don't know about this show that you think might enjoy it, 
have them listen. You know, grab their phone. Say, hey, I'm subscribing you to this channel because you're going to like it and I know it. Grab your grandma's phone and say the Russians are, Russians are attacking. I need your phone real quick. And what you do is you yep. install YouTube and you make her an account. Um, yep. And then you subscribe. Yep. She won't know any, I have any, any better. I have advocated for that since day one. <laughs> I've advocated for elder emotional abuse since day one. <laughs> wow. That's right. Hack your grandma's phone. Indeed. Do whatever it takes. A Thanksgiving tradition. Join our Discord <laughs> server, by the way. If you if you enjoy the interaction with the listeners, if you want to be a part of that, we have a great community. A lot of the people who've commented today um, that we have referenced are there, and we have a great time with them every day, not just whenever we do the show, every day. So we always hope to have more of you join that community. Uh, it's it's fun. It's inclusive, and I think you'll, you'll get a lot out of it. So come hang out with us. Um, Yes, thank you, Kefis. We have. <laughs> yeah. This is a brilliant idea. Listen, Kefis and I might have a rivalry. We might have a bet going on that I may or may not be losing. But the man is brilliant, and I will give credit where credit is due. Kefis came up with the idea of a Spotify playlist curated by the members of the Comics Pals community. And we would love for you guys to contribute. So if you want to contribute to that, you can put whatever you want on there. Whatever represents you, whatever music you like, whatever music represents who you are, please share it. We would love to hear it. I think it's kind of a cool capsule of what our community is, that you can go there and all this music represents the Comics Pals. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm going to throw whale sounds on, on there. That's that's my my contribution. Just what? whale noises. Whale noises. Whale sounds. Oh, God. I thought it was going to be tiki noises. No, it has the same effect. Yeah, six of one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kale, plug it up, man. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Comics Pals. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Toto Into. That's T-O-T-O-I-N-T-O-W. You can find my work at KaleWard.com, C-A-L-E-W-A-R-D.com. Don't forget... Common Rider Kuga, the manga, volume one, comes out this week. Uh, I wrote it. I uh, Well, I didn't write it. <laughs> <laughs> That's next. I, I lettered it under my nom de plume, Jessica Burton. Uh, please make sure uh, that you pick it up. Um, don't forget to pick up Common Rider Zero One, which was written by uh, Brandon Easton. Oh. Um, yeah, I forgot to, forgot to say that earlier. He did... Uh, uh, Pretty successful Mr. Miracle series not that long ago. Um, that's going to be really good. More Common Writer is good for the whole world. Um, please uh, do that. And please forgive Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. They they know not what they do. <laughs> Tyler? Sorry, there's a weird animal barking outside my window. Uh, I don't know. Is it I not think. a dog? I, it sounds weird. Um... Chupacabra sighting? Yo, I saw a Chupacabra once. No, you did not. Did you really? I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, I saw what I assumed the Chupacabra actually is. Um, I saw a hairless raccoon with mange, which was horrifying. Um, Whoa. I'm pretty, like I'm pretty broad, sure that's what a Chupacabra daylight. is. Yeah, so I think I saw a Chupacabra once. Uh, so I want to plug uh, more cryptids. Uh, Mothman, big fan. Uh, Bigfoot. Uh, let's see. Those karate. Notably, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let me, hey, let's see how yeah. big them feats are. Um, what is it? Big what's steppers. some other good ones? 
uh, what are some other good cryptids? Uh, 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 skinwalkers. Those look cool. Whoa, I've never heard of that. Google Skinwalkers, you know, dude. You know about the uh, the real Men in Black? What? They're crazy. What do you so, mean? It's not like it's not like Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones, right? No, no, no. They're like aliens themselves. Yeah, dude. Um, re- okay, this is my actual plug. Uh, Department of uh, Truth. Department of Truth by like Sean. You're intrigued by this? Yeah, that's Department of Truth. I have every issue, and I'm so angry that I haven't read it. I read the first. Oh one. my god! If I get comics tagged, I'm gonna force you to read those. They're yeah, so yeah, good. Yeah. You should have tagged me with that instead of Riddler. No, well, both. both. <laughs> no, there's I'm also, excited about that. There's also just quickly. There's a a couple episodes of a podcast called Astonishing Legends that looks into stuff like that, and they they have a just an absolute killer couple of episodes on the Mothman. Oh, dude! Love and Mothman. they talk about like the Men in Black and like the sightings of them. Oh, connected to the one, Mothman. There was one with a name too, right? Wasn't there like a the, the guy with a name? Um, the government oh, called him. Oh God, yes. Oh, what's his name? J- uh, oh, I don't remember. I don't. Remember. Yeah, there was like a guy who like worked allegedly worked for the government. The government knew he was an alien, yeah. and he was like there, like um, wild shit. Like yeah. it's, it just it just tickles the right part of my my, my creative brain. You know, I, I love that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, I'm I'm obsessed with what you guys are talking. Indrid about Cold. Right now. Yes. Indrid yes, Cold. Yes. That's what it is. Department of Truth. He's in Department of Truth. Uh huh. Great stuff. Um, Bob Lazar. Who's that? Oh yeah, that's one I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. Who's that? (laughs) Sean loves this shit. (laughs) I do. Yes, I love learning new things, and I love creepy things that may or may not be real. Wasn't it cool when like conspiracy theories were fun? Dude, you don't even now want to talk like, to me. Oh, JFK Junior's back, and I'm like, nah, that's not even fun. (laughs) What's fun about that? One day I'll tell you about the time that I had an alien encounter. How about that? Oh, oh, there's our palin around for two for two. Tune into the next episode of Palin Around. <laughs> but not today. Today I am uh, talking about God oh. of War. Wait, I was gonna say, Sean, I do have paranormal oh. encounters as well. I think this is a good palin around we could talk about. You do? Oh, fuck yeah. You oh, yes. do? Yes. Specifically fuck related yeah. to Son of Sam. Um But well, wow. Save that for two should, should we? Record the palette around. I got I got I got to make. I got to make stuff. I got to make uh, more bread. So I got to make more bussy bread. So. Mm. Wow. I I gotta I gotta learn more, man. This is exciting. I love this. Um. Uh. Yeah. Oh, right. Uh, I'm on Twitter and Instagram only at Sean Soapbox. We have to talk about cryptids, apparently. And if you've had <laughs> alien encounters or like paranormal experiences, I definitely want to hear about that. I have if a you, Mothman you... bumper sticker. Actually, it says uh, Mothman ate my entire ass at a Denny's, <laughs> and that's Unreal. the place it would happen. Yep. <laughs> if you have an alien encounter or a cryptid encounter, if you'll write to us, we'll talk about it in this pair on around. Hell yeah! So yeah. write in. Yeah, Absolutely we're recording this Tuesday, will. just so you know. So and uh, you know what? I'll I'll make the promise that if you write in, we will send you the episode. If you're not a Patreon, oh oh whoa. Oh, I'll, I'll make we, that. We, do that? Oh, we gotta figure out how to do that first. <laughs> uh, don't worry. Interesting. Okay, sure. Why not? A little sample. Um, yeah. So uh, I I'm playing God of War. I've been having a blast. It's very very good. Uh, I just had a boss fight that I consider to be one of the best I've ever had in a video game. Oh. So yeah, yeah. Um, very good game. Um, and Tyler, as a fellow World of Warcrafter. 
Yes, uh, the boss fights feel like raid encounters. Oh, okay. Phases. Yep, phases. Uh, certain damage mitigation points. Stand. Don't stand in the fire. Uh, I do a lot of that. Zones yeah. that are outlined that you need to move out of. All that stuff. Cool. All right. Yeah, and this is going to be my holiday game, I think. Right now, I got Dragonflight and Pokemon, which hopefully right. Pokemon runs. Um, <laughs> you know, so uh, I, I purposely uh, delayed my God of War uh, mm. buying, but. Fair enough. It's it's on the list for sure. And that's it. Happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. Enjoy your turkey or your turducken or your chicken or whatever it is that you consume on that day. Uh, have that, fun that, with your family. Somebody made a turkey with a squid in it, so it had tentacles coming out of the the, the turkey wow. the turkey gooch, whatever they call it. What would okay? So how would you? Never mind. <laughs> no, <laughs> go ahead. We might as well. I'm trying to end the show. It's fine. Just end it. Just end it. We don't need to go there. Fair enough. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, we're the Comics Files signing off. Take care. See you next week.